it's Susie with Adaptive Mobility Services. Welcome and thank you for joining me. Here we are back again with another You Ask, We Answer, all things OT and driving related. I'm so excited to connect with you guys today. We have another great question that's come in from a wonderful OT. I got to know this OT a couple years ago when she came to um, Adaptive Mobility's training for becoming a driving rehabilitation specialist. In a nutshell, this training is 60 hours of advanced education that includes online and then hands-on training where you get to learn to be an OT driver rehabilitation specialist in a driving rehab vehicle. Um, so I've known this OT for several years. She's been out in the Midwest and she recently got the opportunity. She is going to interview for an OT driving rehabilitation specialist position. So she writes to me, Megan says, hi, I have an interview for a driving rehabilitation specialist job on Wednesday. Do you have any specific questions I might ask as part of the interview process? So I, I love this question. I think this is a great question, not just for the OT who wants to get a uh, position as a driving rehabilitation specialist, but this is also a great question for OTs who are interested in this field who might want to learn a little bit more about the practice and, and different things that we think about as specialists. So Megan, I'm so excited you've landed this interview. My first recommendation is to simply ask, you know, what is your job going to entail? You know, as a driver rehabilitation specialist, um, will you also be employed as an OT? And will they have you cover driving solely or will your job entail you um, covering treatments in a clinic, treatments in a val in a clinic? Um, I've been in both situations personally. The one, my first position, I started um, with the Johns Hopkins driving program and I worked two, one or two days a week for them. And then I worked, you know, three or four days a week in outpatient and in psych. And I kind of bounced between the two. So I, my first question for them would be, you know, what does the job entail? Does it look like a full-time position? If there aren't in um, patients or if there's cancellations, you know, do I get pulled to an OT clinic? What, what would my day kind of look like? The next thing I would also ask is, you know, what are your other job responsibilities? Are you going to be the person who's answering the phone, who's doing the pre-screening um, when the individuals call, who's answering those questions? Um, it's tough. Those, that's a tough job, and that's a tough job to turn over. I've actually attempted using um, different resources for phone answering services and so on. Um, but unless you understand kind of what's going on with the nuances of driving and the medical situations in your state, that can be a tough thing to hand over. So will that be part of your job? Will you be the person answering the phone calls? Will you be the person um, calling people back? Will you be the person scheduling? And if you are, you need to make sure that you're carving out at least 30 or 60 minutes a day for those kinds of telephone calls in a busy program that easily takes 30 to 60 minutes a day so that you can kind of keep the schedules flowing. Um, along those lines, my next question would be, you know, what's the general flow? You know, after somebody gets scheduled, what goes on from there? Um, one of the things I felt was always kind of inefficient in the different programs I worked for was we would wait until the day of the person's appointment to have them complete paperwork. And then that paperwork is often something I did as a driving specialist with them and would easily take 20 or 30 minutes just to get that intake paperwork completed. You know, the medical release, the liability release, uh, the consent to treat, those kinds of things taken care of. In my private practice, I'm able to send out that intake prior to someone's visit 
The intake includes a welcome and directions on getting an order as well as signing the different paperwork. And they're able to sign that paperwork ahead of time, either print it off and sign it or sign it electronically. Um, and it saves me so much time and makes my job much more efficient. So I think just kind of understanding that process and that flow with somebody um, from start to finish and what are your responsibilities in that process as well. You know, are you the person collecting payment or is that collected by somebody who's at a front desk, so on and so forth. Next, I would definitely ask questions about, you know, what is their driver rehabilitation vehicle? Um, what's the year, make and model? Um, kind of, do they have any plans for expanding that or replacing that vehicle? Most vehicles we see tend to be um, no, you know, it, I tend to not be older than eight years old. Um, and so I think I've definitely seen programs where the vehicle is 20 years old. Um, you know, what's the, the shape and the wear and tear of the vehicle? What's the plan? I think that can give you insight kind of into how they see the program moving forward and what their investment level is in that. So just something interesting to kind of explore. Um, I think it's also important to ask questions about, you know, in addition to responsibilities that we we're talking about with the scheduling, you know, what other responsibilities might you have? Uh, one program I worked for, I was the person who was shoveling off the, the snow. I was the person cleaning out the parking space. I was the person taking the car to the car wash, filling up the vehicle with gas, running the checks to the bank. You know, are those responsibilities something that will be included in your job description as well? Or are they someone else's? How does that flow work? And as far as documentation, are you given time to document your day? You know, being a driver rehabilitation specialist is certainly different than an OT treating in the clinic. And point of service documentation is near to impossible in the vehicle and not something I recommend. So will you be given time during your day to do documentation? How does that work? How is it scheduled? What are the expectations around that? I personally love to do my documentation as soon as I'm done working with someone, just so I'm including all the specific information that I need to. Um, but you know, is that included kind of as part of the appointment that's scheduled? How is that, how is that set up? How is that structured? Do they have a system where there's, you know, it's easy to document on things that you document over and over again, and it's auto-populated. What does that documentation look like? Another important piece that I would definitely ask about is, you know, supervision and mentorship. Is there someone else in that program who is also a specialist who can provide you with mentorship and support? And if not, would they provide you or would they support you going outside of the organization to have somebody who's an experienced driver specialist to provide mentorship or support? I think especially if this is a new position for you, um, even with the hands-on training, having a mentor and having somebody there to help answer those questions is very helpful. You know, once you're in it, once you're in it, you have more and more questions. And so it's important to understand that. Um, that sparked a thought in my head also about the vehicle going back to that one for just a second is, you know, one of the questions I answer a lot in mentorship is about equipment. So what type of equipment do they have in the vehicle? Do they have can controls? Do they have left foot accelerator? Do they have uh, any special technology in the vehicle that's available? That kind of thing. Um, and then going back and forth again. So back to the supervision and mentorship idea, you know, your continuing education is important. So does the program support you continuing on with your education. What does that support look like? Will they, you know, pay for your membership in associations? Um, whether you're be, being a member of the American Occupational Therapy Association 
or, you know, the Association for Driver Rehabilitation Specialists or both. And also, will they pay for your memberships if uh, or your licenses if you have to become a certified driving instructor? Will they pay for you to take your different tests that you need? Um, and that leads to another question, you know, the idea of what is your state regulatory requirements? Some states require you to be a certified driving instructor. Some states don't. Some states require you to be a licensed driving school. Some states don't. So kind of what is the, the procedure for the program at this point? And, um, you know, what's your responsibility with that? Are you responsible for maintaining your license, paying for that, etc.? So those are the main questions that pop to mind for me as I'm thinking about if I were interviewing for a driver rehabilitation specialist position, um, the things I would want to ask and know and understand. Um, I think it's important to come prepared to make sure you're ready to, to share the information about your specialty training and the education you've already invested in, as well as your skill sets and experience. And, you know, um, I'm just really excited for you, Megan, and for anyone else who might be going through this process. I absolutely love being a driver rehabilitation specialist. It's something that I find a lot of joy in and it's an area of practice I think we need more OTs to consider. So thanks for writing in and thanks for sharing your question. I think it was a great one. I'm hoping others uh, enjoy it as well. And if you have any other comments, you know, if you have questions that you would definitely ask in an interview, please feel free to comment and share this. I um, would love to hear what you're thinking. And as always, I welcome any questions you have that you're interested in gaining answers on. Would love to keep sharing the information with you guys and answer any questions you have out there. So please send those to me at Susie, S-U-S-I-E, at adaptivemobility.com. Or you can also um, send them to me via Facebook. You can join our Facebook group at Driving Rehab for the OT and post questions there. And of course, don't forget we have our free workshop. Um, it's good for one and a half CEUs. It's on OT's role with driving and you can access that on our education platform at adaptivemobility.thinkific.com. All right, you guys, take care. Be safe. Keep doing what you're doing. You're OTs. You're awesome. You're changing the world. And I appreciate every single one of you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.